all the news you need to know. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation, brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say welcome, everybody, to this special evening episode of the Beautiful Butterfly Show, you guys. We have our special guest, Adrian Anderson, is in the building, you guys, tonight. I'm excited um, and definitely feel an honor to have her on the show this evening, you guys. And if you're out there, you're listening, make sure you go and download our app. That's our network app. That's YRN 1328, available on iPhone and Android, so that you can listen not only to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, but to all of the awesome platforms that we offer here on the network, you guys. And, of course, we want everyone to know that Adrian's on the show tonight, so make sure you are on Facebook, on Twitter, letting everybody know that Adrian Anderson is over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show with Bianca Fly tonight, you guys, if you're out there. And maybe you have a question or a comment, or you just want to call in and show her some love. You can do that. The number is 347-326-9139 and doing the broadcast. Um, all you have to do is press 1. We'll bring you in and allow you to join the conversation with us. So I'm not going to delay any further, you guys. I know a lot of people have have been anticipating and waiting patiently for this show tonight, and I have as well. So I'm not going to delay any longer. I'm going to bring our special guest of the evening in here. Adrian, you there? I absolutely am, and it's wonderful to be here. Congratulations on your show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for uh, taking the time to come on here and chat with me for a bit. I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> You're very welcome. Very welcome. Absolutely. So, of course, uh, for me, I, I'm excited. I've been thrilled. Um, I've been a fan for a very long time. So I've been I've been excited about the show tonight. And so for the folks out there who may not be uh, familiar with who you are, tell us a little bit about who is Adrian Anderson. Well, I so appreciate your excitement and being a fan of our group. I think that, that always touches my heart. Uh, my yes. name is Adrian Anderson, as you said. And uh, the public knows me more so from a group called Trinity 5-7. Right. And we have a beautiful body of work out there that continues to bless people all over the world, which I, I that brings me joy in knowing that. Uh, I am also um, entrepreneurial. I also work behind the scenes in the animated movie industry. Uh, I sit on the board of Alexandria House, which is a women's and children's transitional uh, housing um housing for them when they're going through homelessness and uh, oh, just wow. need a second chance in life. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe in being part of the solution, being involved in your community. 
Uh, I started out in the industry as a makeup artist and became a recording artist and then became, you know, behind the scenes and, and executive. So I'm really big on growing your uh, vision, uh, living a life of kindness, loving glamour that I've learned from my mother. And I, I really implore uh, people to be very open um, for their own goals and development in life. Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, for you, when did you um, discover um, your love and your passion for music? When did you kind of get that feeling like, okay, this is something that I I really want to get into? No, actually, I think I just was born artistic. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was only natural. I remember being very young, other than kindergarten, before kindergarten, you know, waking up, mm-hmm. oh, I gotta write this song. It just like <laughs> I gotta write this song. You know, <laughs> writing it in crayons, and uh, and I remember <laughs> writing, and I and some of the words I didn't know how to spell certain words yet, and I <laughs> right, <laughs> I remember that. But um, I would paint and I would draw. <laughs> so I would say that I was I, I was just born very artistic, and being with wow. our um, grandparents in Texas, you know, that was the mm-hmm. church was you know our foundation. And that exposed Definitely. me to choir and those type of things. But I think mm-hmm. it was just a combination of all those things. I continued to paint, draw, poetry. Those things were very natural for me, and I love expression mm-hmm. of the heart, the soul. I think that my mother actually helped me get practical skills because those artistic skills were there, and, I, and they were always craving to be developed, and, and I went down that path. And then my mother kind of anchored me to get some practical skills and in life I've actually been, I've been blessed with both because I'm committed to artistry and at the same time mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dedicated to skill sets and I've just been really blessed to be able to have both and those have really um, helped me propel me in life. Absolutely and I've always found uh, for me uh, particularly when it um, comes to the artistic ability I think that um, having those characteristics um you know, allows you to get involved in things that become very therapeutic to you, you know, as far as, as drawing or, or writing. Um, it becomes therapeutic over time, you know, because that's kind of how you get in your zone. And you just, you're just alone in your thoughts, as I like to say, during those times. Absolutely. Periods. And it's very yeah. it's a spiritual experience because that yes. gift is, is in motion, it's activated. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you download it on a computer, you download that gift and you're right. in this very holy space, and you can use it in right. some beautiful ways. I think that's a very authentic expression. It helps shape the world. And um, I treasure it more as the years go by. You know, I'm currently mm-hmm. writing songs now, and, and just different things are coming forth. And, you know, being a songwriter, you craft songs, and when you really care, right. it's amazing the layers that can come come out. So it's it's a beautiful, Absolutely. it's a beautiful gift. Absolutely. And speaking of gifts, uh, what have you learned um, over the years about the importance of using your gifts? Because oftentimes we have gifts and we kind of put them on the back burner or we don't let too many people see that we have those gifts. What have you learned personally about the importance of, of, of sharing your gifts that you have with others? Well, I would say this, you know, when people speak about their gifts, it's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing when you know what your gifts are. Yes. And at the same time, you have to have an appreciation and respect for their development. Mm. And I, I see that 
there are a lot of people, you know, when you're in the artistic industry, you get to see a lot because you get to see the, what comes along with it and what you have to balance out. And, you know, you can be extraordinarily gifted, you know, like no question, absolutely gifted. But you have to understand how to temper it, how to, how to, how to utilize, it, utilize it in the lane that it is and creating those opportunities for yourself. And even when you have a massive opportunity, you have to know how to propel that and move that forward. And the, the, the things you need to move it forward are not your artistic gifts. It is the things that mm-hmm. are uh, structural and um, they require critical thinking and strategy right. and, and partnership. And so I think that so much is made of your gift, which is a sacred thing, but not enough attention is really held on the balance of it because in order to be a good steward, you have to know what your gift must be surrounded with. So if your gift is not surrounded well, it cannot thrive Absolutely. and it cannot go forth. It can't. Absolutely. So what you surround your gift with, the mentalities you surround around your gift, the the environment mm-hmm. that it's in, determines a lot. So you have to make sure you're around people who honor and respect gifts and that you honor and respect theirs, that you understand it's a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Everything is collaborative right. in life. And when you really right. understand that, you'll have a greater appreciation for what it takes to birth your gift into the world and what it takes to protect it and what it takes to grow it and expand it. It takes being connected to other gifts. And I think that's what, you know, oftentimes people miss that. It, it may be your gift, but it must be connected to someone else's. It, it has to be. You can't have a showing of your work without having a gallery to show it in. You can't have, you know, you need Absolutely. business owners who have galleries. When you start understanding <laughs> right. how collaborative everything really is, it will humble you. It will make you more um, focused on doing your part and caring Absolutely. that the other parts and other people are benefiting in, in, the, in what they're bringing to the table as well. So that's what I think I, I've learned. Your art must work in collaboration for it to really come forth and be impactful. Absolutely, absolutely agree. And Adrian, what I want to do is we're going to take a little short break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about, I know a lot of people um, have been um, sending in questions and wondering um, how Adrian actually got into uh, the group of Trinity 5-7 and that process and that journey for her. So we're going to discuss that and more, you guys, and we'll be right back here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his work available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. This evening, you guys, we are joined by the lovely Adrian Anderson, you guys. And, of course, before the commercial break, uh, Adrian, um, a lot of people have in- inquired, um, how did you come into the process of getting into um, the group of Trinity 5-7? How did that all begin for you? Well, actually, that began uh, 
my first career in the music industry and just entertainment industry overall was mm-hmm. as a professional makeup artist. And okay. eventually I was working for MTV and a number of shows. And um, mm-hmm. I was hired by the record label to, you know, work for their label. And that's when Kurt Franklin had just hit really big. So I would travel with the label. And what happened is I started getting the other um, artists that came along the roster. And I just started traveling with the label and doing all the artists that's on the roster. And actually, Trinity Five Seven was one of those artists. Mm-hmm. Well, over time, the girls and I got along and got close. And they, they would want to stay, like, in, uh, in Los Angeles, there's lots to do. They would always want to kind of like, hang out in my apartment. I, I didn't understand that right. at first. Like, you know, they're doing <laughs> things. And, and they're like, no, we want to, you know, you're going to come back and get us. And, so one day I was like, you know, yeah, I'll come back and get you. And bombed our house, and we would listen to music and records. And I talked about building, you know, a beauty company and just entrepreneurial things. Mm-hmm. And we we loved a lot of the same different types of music. And uh, because I grew up performing in group, so okay, as we got to know one another, um, they were looking for another. At some point, they were looking for another member, and I thought, oh, whoever mm-hmm. she is, I'm going to do her face since I was a makeup artist for the label. <laughs> you know, right. so I was like, oh, well, whoever she is, you know, I'll I'll do her face. So the ladies one day came over, and and girls at the time, and they were like, you know, uh, I had gotten uh, they said Adrian uh, sing something for us or whatever, and I was like, why? Well, you know, you used to be in groups, and I said I did like something really short. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Because usually when they come over, we're, we don't, that's not what we talk about. So um, right. they said, oh, we know who we want for our group. And I was like, who? And they said, we well, you know we want you. <laughs> wow. And had I not had a – a year before that guy had given me a vision and said, you know, you will – you're, you're going to sing again. Because I grew up being in groups, and I was, like, really good at being a makeup artist. And I was like, I don't have to deal right. with a lot of it, you know. Issues. I'm like, I'm free. My my right. kids are being utilized. Right. I'm, you know, I'm making very good money. Like, <laughs> I was built in work, so I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be in a group again because I'm I, I'm not being I mean disrespectful, but I was like, I'm not going to audition, so I don't know how that can happen. Um, right. So a year later, they're in my apartment and they're saying this to me, and I was like, you know, God, your sense of humor, a reminder of your of your sovereignty is amazing because he showed me I didn't say you had to go out. I brought it to your house. Like if I say something's going to happen, it's going to happen. And the how really didn't have anything to do with me, so I it really mm-hmm. humbled me. And I was and because uh, I was asked a few times by other other groups, and I said no. But I told them I had to pray about it because I knew God had said, said that to me. So um, they called me a few days later, and maybe I was going to say, you know, has God said anything yet? And I was like, no, yes, you know, I you know, um, you know, I'll do it. And I thought, well, I'll help for a little while, you know, while they kind of mm-hmm. sort things out. And right. It just took off like a, a train, and you know, since I was used to write, writing songs and group performing, that wasn't hard for me. It was uh, really, I said yes out of love and out of you know, their op- they were just starting their career. You know, they were just starting their right. career, and I know they were concerned, and and I knew I could help, so I I did. And being artistic, that that all lines up. And what I learned once I became a member of the group, you know, this was just. My first time leaving the country as a makeup artist, so I already traveled around the world. I had began already mm-hmm. um, joining the group. I started learning more about the business side, the, the industry, right. industrial side, where you have to kind of pay a lot more attention. And right. I just saw that I could really help a lot in, in, in that as well and grow a lot in that as well. And 
So as we grew per single, per record, per album, and, and to see a whole lot that helped helped me to this very day in in navigating, right. you know, and I'm so thankful for that. So not only did was it wonderful concerts, tours, and meeting people. I've always loved our fans. It was also a very um, uh, critical education in the music industry that I, I will always appreciate. Absolutely. And what do you think, um, because you mentioned, you know, some things that you learn on the business side, what do you think um, or what were some of the things that you learned on the business side that you weren't really aware of when it came to um, the music industry? Because you have a lot of um, upcoming singers who get into the business and I think they see, you know, the lights and exposure that a lot of people get and so forth. And so they don't necessarily know the business aspect of it. So what are some things that you learned on the business aspect? Aspect, um, about the industry that you didn't know? Um, I would say what definitely helped me was the fact that I had worked mm-hmm. in working behind the scenes. So I had right, seen right. a lot as far as, you know, different artists that I had actually um, done makeup for, um, mainstream and, and, and gospel. That, um, so I had some insight. I also, something that I, I learned is, it's what you do with your opportunities, and you have to have mm-hmm. wise counsel, and you have to have people who speak the, speak the king's English. And when I say that, I mean an attorney who specializes in that field. You have to have that. Right. You have to have right. that. And it's going to benefit you more than you realize in, in, in the beginning. And at the same time, you have to be involved in your community. To, there has to be a connection, you know, we're very blessed because we had a lot spent on us, but our music was so impactful that, you know, people still love our music and we had our own sound. But when you have mm-hmm. that, you have to have the um, team and the understanding among yourself of, of what to do with that type of, uh, of arrival and, and consistency and, and success that's going to mm-hmm. parlay for your future because you got, you, you're going to have a future. So I think Absolutely. not spending fast, not being quick to spend your money, not trying to mm-hmm. live up to anyone else's, you know, uh, impression of what you should have because you have right. recoupments, you have, you know, videos cost. Right? You know, that, at that time it was selling actual CDs. So, you know, it was a different, different <laughs> in, in that way, but you have to recoup those costs, marketing, mm-hmm. music videos, promotion. Like you have to recoup those things. So when you get your advance or you're making your money, you have to realize the cost of that album, you're going to have to recoup that. That's not going to come back to your pocket. So you have to know right. how to allocate accordingly. You have to um, determine, have an operational budget, you know, bi-monthly. Like these are the kind of things that I brought to the table. Like you, got, you have to have that. And then you have to know how to brand yourself within your, your success individually and collectively. So you have to have vision Absolutely. and you have to – meet people who you can build a team with because you okay. no man is an island. I don't care how popular you are. I don't care how beautiful you are. I don't care how talented you are. Once again, it's collaboration of gifts and talents. So you have to have alliances. You have to build alliances, you know, and you have to spend your own money investing in you. And you have to understand Absolutely. what paperwork you need to have in place from trademarks to paperwork, copyrights, you have to understand that from your publishing. You know, get that education as you grow because when it comes to you being rewarded financially for the things, the time, the effort, all that traveling, the wear and tear on your body and your work, mm-hmm. you won't benefit completely 
if those things were not taken care of, and you see it over, that's why Unsung is so popular, and all these shows, we each one behind the scenes, it, it shows you right. how how the machine works. So you have to know how to work within that machine, and you have to have what I call corporate comfort. Executives, have, you got to build some type of relationship with them and not always feel like it's you against the label. You have to know how to build mm-hmm. reports. They have a respect for you and respect that you want to grow with them and do some, you know, and partner, not just always, you know, have a handout or think they're supposed to just take care of you because that's, that's not what it is. Absolutely. And they're going to look out for the bottom mean, line. So you have okay. to look out for yours. Absolutely, absolutely. And you mentioned, um, you know, the the rise of, of the CD industry and people putting out CDs. And so now we're in a time where everybody can get albums and music and singles at the click of a finger. You know, we have um, all iTunes. Right, it's streaming we have now. All these different it's streaming apps now. That, yeah, <laughs> streaming. So do you think it makes harder for people to keep music out here, to keep music relevant? Because a lot of times you've heard of various artists who our whole entire albums got leaked, you know, through the Internet. Um, and they felt, you know, it was just washed up because they had put so much time and effort into creating those, and then it gets leaked, you know, before it's time. So do you think that this new age of streaming and being able to purchase music, you know, just instantly has kind of deterred the fact of where CDs want came into play. Well, I think it's the reality that the world has moved yeah. forward and technology has advanced yeah. things. This, this, this mm-hmm. is just the reality. And that when right. you look at what you, make, what you make from streaming a product, because it's not that your pro, um, project, if it's relevant, it's relevant, but can it get the exposure? Right. And, and getting the exposure, getting exposure with CD sales and getting exposure with streaming are two different revenue streams. Right. And so right. one revenue stream has died. For the most part, one revenue stream has mm-hmm. or become, or, or is just barely hanging on, you know, because the people who still buy CDs that they're kind of keeping that alive. But that that's fewer and fewer people every year. So right. streaming is becoming more and more prominent. You have all those streaming sites. There's a reason for that. So that means when when the physical CD disappears and it's streaming, the physical money disappears, and it, and it gets diminished. So it's harder for artists to make a living if they don't have an incredible live show and really have a dedicated connection to community to where they are established within the hearts of people and people know when they come to town they're going to get what they are paying for and get get more than what they're going to pay for. So the artists have to work harder now on public relations. They have to get involved and show that they don't want you just buying their records, but you have to care what's going on in the community. I mean, look at the world today. So, Right. I'm a person who believes there's always more light than darkness, but you still got to be able to deal with the darkness and, and, and diminish it as much as you can. So when mm-hmm. people feel like you just want to sell your records and you're not really connected to what's going on, it, it's not going to work. It, you know, artists now have to have a lot more endorsements than they used to for them to be able to make you know make a living if they're not on the road that much. But you have to be on the road a lot to build your popularity among the fans. Social media is a good driver, but it is not everything. It's a good driver. Absolutely. So you have to be involved Absolutely. with social media, but that does not mean you don't have to work. You're going to have to work Absolutely. harder than, than, you know, than when, than when we were out there prominently because that's what labels, label has a machine, but you have to become your, become your own machine. And if you don't have other skill sets that allow you to navigate, you know, and grow in how you want to be in the industry, you know, like I said, I'm writing songs now, but mm-hmm. I don't have to, because I have a broad skill set, 
I right. can make a living different ways, and I can do it right. you know, with no pressure and just out of love and then put it in the proper systems to go to the public. But I just think it's not just being relevant. I think that it's very, the truth is it's very hard for artists. It's not impossible, but you would have to work right. harder than you would have 10, 20 years ago just because you have to do more of the work that the labels no longer are doing because streaming doesn't require all that. People don't put out whole albums hardly anymore. They put out, you know, this download, that download. So even doing full bodies of work has totally changed. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break, you guys. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about, um, you know, what contributed um, to the success um, of Trinity 57. Everybody knows that it was an amazing gospel group and definitely reached many folks out here. And we got some questions uh, from some listeners on the show that I've received uh, via Facebook and Twitter that I'm going to be uh, sharing with you guys tonight. So we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back with more Adrian Anderson and right here on The Beautiful Butterfly Show. The Beautiful Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. That 
uh, song was entitled Favor by Marika Chisholm, you guys. Uh, you guys can check out her new single um, available on iTunes. Um, it, amazing artist. So you guys can also connect with her on Twitter at Marika Sings. And um, make sure you be on the lookout. Uh, she will be on tour uh, starting on next year, so make sure you guys be um on the lookout for that as well. So, folks, we are back. We are on with Adrian Anderson tonight. And if you're out there, you got a question or a comment, feel free to call in. 347-326-9139 is the number. Or if you just want to listen, you can do that as well. And so, Adrian, what do you contribute? Um, what do you think contributed to the success of Trinity Five Seven? It was it, it was such an amazing, amazing gospel group. Um, the songs were phenomenal. Um, they were able to, I feel, um, reach so many people on so different levels from a different perspective. It was a different sound than a lot of people were accustomed to. So, what do you um, personally think contributed to the success of Trinity Five Seven? I, as you said, f- phenomenal songs that also yeah. just touched the heart. And it yeah. was presented in yeah. a manner because we were contemporary. We were, if right. you saw pictures of us, most people thought, oh, they like an R&B group. We looked mainstream. Right, and right. From, and having, you know, it, it was more, in, it was really a breath of fresh air for a lot of people. And um, we enjoy, you know, glamour and, Things like that, and I think that just made it more right. relatable. The timing, the Absolutely. sound was good. It was definitely R&B and pop influences in in the song. And it was a range mm-hmm. of types of songs that we recorded. It was a range. It was, you know, you Absolutely. could hear ten different Trinity Five Seven songs, but oh, that's the because that's <laughs> the diverse songs that that we like. And there's songs people said right. we heard that we recorded. So I always felt right. really sound and be- and and at peace and content. And um, mm-hmm. proud of the type of music we were doing and how we were expressing it. Like I, I always Absolutely. loved it because I knew this will stand forever. You know, when we're long gone, this music stands. And I also mm-hmm. knew it set it set a standard of it may be gospel music, but it transcended transcended to R and B charts and adult contemporary yeah. CCM because of the quality of the music. Right. And that was always beautiful. And I think it was refreshing also because. You know, in the world, you have different images, and I think that mm-hmm. was an image that was very much needed because I, I believe in balance. I believe if you can show things that are extremely, you know, um, explicit, then you have to, and you can show things that are extremely pure, then you have to have things that are in between. And I think it put mm-hmm. more balance out there because there was such yeah. an imbalance in images for young women of color and just women overall. So it was definitely um a different take on what three women out there, you know, and and in at that time, you know, which is still relevant right. for today. Like you have to determine how you want to carry yourself and what you what you want to represent. And that doesn't Absolutely. mean that other there aren't other representations in the world. But once again, it's a whole world. And when you're when you're singing for Christ and from the love of Christ, th- there has to be something that's different. Uh, that's what it was. Quality producers, quality producers, quality voices, mm-hmm. quality songs. You know, once again, a label that put a lot behind this because, you know, especially then you needed a label to put you out for the most part unless you were really right. good at being independent. So I think right. you have to always acknowledge that it was a great platform. Kirk was doing great. The timing of it was incredible. Mm-hmm. 
And it was we, definitely. It just, it just it just took off and it, and it stands. All those things working together at the same time really put um, Twenty Five Seven on the map and allowed us to just take off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I wanted to ask you because I know sometimes, um, and you mentioned the the different um, variety that you guys brought within your group, and so a lot of times um, you have people who. Um, consider what consider music like that, such as as secular. What do you believe is the big issue now? Because um, uh, especially in churches, you know, when it comes from contemporary gospel to what they consider secular music, um, what do you believe um, is the main argument, or why people find that music, you know, such as you guys, I and mean, even people have p- issues with Mary Mary's songs because people consider some of them secular as well. But what do you think is people's big issue when it comes to gospel music that doesn't sound like, you know, traditional gospel music? Well, I think that for a lot of people, because I know that our music is what, you know, covered different genres right. and, and was right. moving forward and really that's what a lot of people mm-hmm. embraced about it. It's mm-hmm. really good music that could stand against Absolutely. those other <laughs> that Absolutely. Means, you know, like, and it felt good to do it. And <laughs> Very true. So you have to think, okay, does that music influence? Of course. If we didn't, if we didn't know good music, we couldn't make good music. You know, That's and right. and, producers, <laughs> and it was a reason we had mainstream producers. People know that about the group. We had a mix of producers, mainstream and gospel. So mm-hmm. you had you and you had three total different voices that that blended right. well together. So to me, people who just love traditional gospel music. I don't have a, no problem with that. There's a lot of traditional guys I, I love. They want to keep that separate. Like for them, they can't see the two merging. And that just means that okay. progressive music that inspires is not really for them. If that's not their taste of it, that's fine. Right. I think that, that it's just that when you try to hinder, you know, mm-hmm. the evolution and try um, to deface it because it's not what you like. It's fine to say, you right. know what, that's some people who say that I, they just love classic R&B, don't really want any of the music. It's like, yeah, that's what you love that. People who love classic or traditional gospel music, that's fine. But you don't have to tear <laughs> down the inspirational music that may not right. be, you know, say Jesus as much because those songs are for right. other people. And Absolutely. if it's doing good and moving forward, I mean, everything's not for you. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that because mm-hmm. our music covered so much territory, and the idea that you can have music that merged into opposed to had to stay separate was foreign to it. For for really for solid gospel, that was foreign. They didn't understand, Absolutely. you know, mixing that or evolving that. It didn't make any sense. They never had it provided any other kind of way. You know, so you have trailblazers like you know the Winans and BBC who went to that, but mm-hmm. people clearly wanted their music to stay separate. They wanted <laughs> they wanted to stay separate. So I think that's what happened. And when it started merging and becoming more, I mean, look now, you hear, if you listen to R&B and it's pop, that's all dance music. You have, it's everything's all mixed in together. Um, Absolutely. Countries has, has evolved, you know, tremendously. Mm-hmm. So there's always an evolution. I think that's what it was. It was too, it was seen for a lot of people. They wanted their things separate. They're like, if I party on Saturday and I go to church on Sunday, I don't mix the two, you know? <laughs> Whereas there was a, a new generation of people coming forth who were like, yeah, you know, I do go out Saturday, but hey, I look forward to Sunday. And and and, and I, I want something that can fit and, and can guide me to that. You know, and, right, when, I, and, right. and when I'm growing from this other music that I, I, so some people wanted to, you know, just, 
as soon as it splits it in vulgar, absolutely, I understand, you know, hopefully you grow out of that. But people right. who are like, I do want to listen to more Christian music, but it don't sound as good as this. It was a solve. It was a bomb. It was a solution to that. Because when you're nurturing your spirit, right. you are very sensitive to what you take in. If you're really sincere, absolutely. you're very absolutely. sensitive to what you take in because of where you're growing to be. And so that's mm-hmm. what I think happened. It just caught a lot of people by off guard, and they're like, you know, what what is this? But for even more people, <laughs> it was just what they needed. It was, and it was just what they needed even more people. Absolutely, absolutely. And you guys who are just tuning in, we're on with Adria Anderson tonight, you guys. And we have a question uh, from Chris from Albany, New York. He says, is it difficult um, being a gospel artist, specifically in the entertainment industry, with all of the exposure to various things that some artists tend to get caught up in? Well, hello, Chris. Uh, I would <laughs> say it's, it's as difficult, difficult as your maturity or growth or development is, meaning mm-hmm. you when you're feeding yourself the right things emotionally, spiritually, there's some things you're going to participate in and some things that you're not. And that's when there's no cameras right. around you. That's just, that's just right. the truth. So right. your development has a lot to do with it. Your foundation has a lot to do with it. Because, see, some people would just so, like, uh, smothered coming up, and all they had was church, that that rebellious aspect of them is there. And when it gets an outlet, it's going to take it and run with it. And it will supersede what what should protect them. They actually become they injure them their own selves. They're not used to having any kind of freedom. But when you right. are, you know, I grew up very, very balanced uh, and love a range of music. My mom played a different range of music. My grandmother was church or church. My mother was like, "God's in the whole world, so you you don't be limited and don't be afraid." So it was a, it was a combination. She was very grounded, right. and so I so I think I'm a good mix of both of them. Um, my foundation is solid, and yet I know how to enjoy life and have a good time. And at the same time. Yeah my boundaries are clear. So when it starts getting, you know, a little too crazy or if I feel like it's not a, a, an environment that's going to be conducive for me, I don't want to be there, you know. Or someone right. tried to, you know, introduce something. You can sense people around you when they kind of, some, some like to test you, but at the same time, if there are any things you're not into, I'm, especially I'm an adult, there's no conversation we have to have. I don't have to make any kind of excuses. You can tell that's right. not what I'm about. I'm kind of in a mood now. If you're, you know, social media is here now, but if that is what you're drawn to and you feel like, you know, no one's going to find out, it's like any other thing. You have to be developed, mature, and disciplined. And if you're not, right. you're going to be like a child out of high school. That is Very true, very true. And Sylvia from Silver Springs, Florida, wants to know, who are some of your favorite gospel artists that you listen to for encouragement and inspiration? Mm, absolutely, C.C. Winans. C.C. Winans. Uh, I, I like the Katinas. They do a lot of contemporary Christian music. I, I think they have a beautiful feel and sound. And you hear the, you hear the island, the island background, but you hear a lot of R&B and pop, nice melodies. Uh, Yolanda Adams. There's just some songs by Yolanda that I have to hear. Um, Tamla Man. Uh, some, I, I actually used to do Tamla Man's makeup when I first got in the industry, and then. Oh, wow. artists, but so, a lot of them I met, you know, beforehand. Um, but Tamla Man, of course, Kirk's records. You know, this this Kirk's catalog has so many songs that really are right. part of the soundtrack of my life. Um, then there's like individual ones that just stand out. Um, 
Deshaun Mitchell has a beautiful song. And so when I know stuff, I want to hear Amy Grant has some beautiful songs. I have a, I have a nice mm-hmm. range. Um, right. There's an artist now called Zeal who she has a beautiful timbre in her voice and can deliver some praise and worship, you know, whether it's Hill song or or just an old-time gospel uh, song. I I like certain delivery, and I think that uh, CC always has a beautiful delivery. Uh, Yolanda has Absolutely. a beautiful delivery. Uh, I love Fragile Heart by Yolanda Adams. That song always touches me and opens up my heart. Mm-hmm. That song, Fragile Heart, really grabs me. Um, you know, I still listen to Now Behold the Lamb. That <laughs> oh, yes. I, yes. I, I love that song. Um, there's a song I wrote called All of My Life that it, it still ministers to me to this day. So, you know, there are just certain artists that are prolific songwriters and they've delivered it and the songs just touch you. I think Israel Houghton has some beautiful songs. Um mm-hmm. I wanna be touched and I wanna and I want to immerse myself and be immersed into what the spirit of the music is doing and Absolutely. afterwards I wanna feel um so much better. And and, and that's what it does. It performs surgery on your heart or or after mm. the celebration that you have. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And for the folks on the phone line, if you want to ask um, Adrian a question, all you have to do is press 1 or call in 347-326-9139 is the number. And um, I wanted to ask you, um, in the process of um, seeing how music has changed so much over the years, uh, where do you foresee um, the future um, of not only just music but, or gospel music, but music overall. Do you see that um, we have a – do you think that it's going to – we're going to get more exposure? Are we going to get more great artists um, according to the ones, you know, that we've had in the past? We've lost, Of course, we've lost a lot of great artists um, over the um, past couple months and even years. Um, but do you see um, the the music industry expanding in the future? I think – it's just going to continue to evolve. Like you'll need a lot more viral mm-hmm. uh, sensations. You know, you'll need a lot more viral sensations. Um, right. I liken it to when Kirk Franklin came out with Why We Sing and it just kind of bubbled up and bubbled up. I think right. the internet allows right. you to have those opportunities. There'll be certain songs that are just anointed because God always has a way to put his music into the world. I think the, the right. technology will allow for like, you know, like things going very viral and then catching on. I think the, Difficult. The the challenge for the artist who has a viral sensation or viral hit that just catches on with the people, or mm-hmm. hits across the churches, is what do you do with that platform and success? Because not just having a follow up single, if you don't have a team in place to capture that momentum, to capture the movement of the of the success of that song then it's going to be there. It's going to be a movement. It will be success. That song will live forever and always impact people. But it won't take you any higher if you don't know how to to prepare for takeoff. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have to know how to prepare for takeoff so that you can create create more music and and grow. I think music Mm -hmm. absolutely is going to always evolve. It's just a matter of will you be able to evolve enough to know how how to capitalize off of your own gift it's going to be a lot mm-hmm. more independent going on out there, a lot more independent artists. Before, independent artists were mm-hmm. artists who 
you know, you had different types, but there are a lot of independent artists because they couldn't get a deal. Now you have artists right. who have deals that want to be independent because be independent, yeah. the deal is not providing for them what deals used to provide. So they're like, well, if I'm doing mm-hmm. all this, I must be independent. It's so interesting. I'm independent. <laughs> yeah. You have an artist that you haven't heard of that are making right. so much more money than artists that you've definitely heard of because they've been yeah. on that independent grind. They had, they're part yes. of the independent community. They've, they've, they've right. built a fan base that's dedicated. They handle their own merchandising. They have the booking agency. So you may not have heard of them, but they're very popular, and they're making extraordinary good livings. And then you have artists who are more popular that aren't making the kind of living you think they are. So well, that's true. Very you have true. to be very wise. Oh, a- absolutely. Everything is just flip-flop. So when I talk mm-hmm. about development mm-hmm. and skill sets, and even at the shelter when I'm, I'm tending to some of the duties of the board, like I'm really big on development because my skill right. sets have always come to bless me just like my gifts have always come to bless and serve me. So when you don't have to have the pressure to stay out there and get no, you have you can enjoy your life, you can build your other interests and gifts, and then <laughs> choose how you want to be involved in the industry. You can choose how Absolutely. you want to be involved. I'm going to always be a songwriter. I'm always going to draw and paint. I'm always so it's important to me that I have that expression and can utilize an outlet to um, put that into the world. You know, because when you do once you do professionally, then that that is a career. But it's not just a career. You have to realize that your revenue streams come from from your work. You know, your your calling it. That's what you've got to do. I love helping people. I love helping. I'm involved with Alexandra House because people who are getting second chances or who have to know, learn how to start a life. And for a lot of the women, I always right. emphasize having diverse skill sets because I can truly Absolutely. say I've been blessed in life because I have diverse skill sets. Right. So I don't have right. to panic, you know, when something Absolutely. happens. And that development yeah. is priceless. Mm-hmm. I know my mom was on me about it, my grandmother, and now I understand yes. because I've yes. needed every skill set that I have. Absolutely, no, I it. and it goes back and to it goes goes back to the old saying about you know not putting all your eggs in one basket. You know because a lot of Absolutely. times you know <laughs> we get to a point you know and and, and I've seen it um and, and talked to um you know a lot of women in general who unfortunately they um, even some of them have went through you know if they got divorced or they lost a spouse. They didn't know what else they were supposed to be doing because some of them were, you know, just specifically homemakers, and they they didn't know what other skill traits they had. They didn't know what other gifts they had. So, like you said, you know, finding other things, you know, getting those stream of income, um, as they call them nowadays, to where, you know, if something does happen, okay, well, I can shift and I can go to the next thing, and I can still, exactly. you know, exactly. stay afloat above the rest. Yeah. And navigate, absolutely, because I love celebrating people and seeing them strive and accomplish, and if you buy into yes. the delusion of, now I have a record deal, I don't have to do this anymore. Now I have a TV show, mm-hmm, I have to do this mm-hmm. Oh, now I have a movie. I, no, I have friends who are actors. I have friends who are business people, friends who are, who are writers, publicists. I'm certified in PR, but I, it's just, those skills that matter because the winds of change come for everyone. Absolutely. Everyone. They, they don't do. miss anybody. Absolutely. They don't miss anybody. That's those winds right. come. And you won't mind the new direction if you are prepared. If you have your wings mm-hmm. where they just adjust and fly, and then you can truly have a landscape to where you can choose where you want to land when you want to land there, but it takes yes. development. And when you 
when things are going good, it's hard to develop yourself. But I learned a long time ago just from, like, my mother and growing up with my siblings that when things are going good, that's when you continue to work and prepare because mm-hmm. you're just going to become even more sharp. Yeah, you enjoy that's it. That's right. But don't be crazy because yeah, absolutely. that's going to come to its own fold. <laughs> you know, it's going to come to its own absolutely. end. And then if you start living a life based off the what you're accomplishing, but you haven't really built an engine to continue that, then you're not really going to be able to maintain a certain lifestyle. So right. you don't have to go around impressing people. You know, impress yourself and and and, and not be quick to spend <laughs> on things that you know you can wait for that you can you can you know you can take you can take your time because in an industry that's creative and artistic, the money's going to be inconsistent until you gain some momentum and consistency and build from infrastructure that allows those things to flow. It's not just going to happen and all of a sudden you have consistent money. It's going to hit, be a lot, then start falling down. Oh, then it's going to hit again. And so it's, 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 it's a cycle. It's like the tide that comes into the ocean. So, right. you know, you learn a lot about a person's personality and character when everything is sensational, mm. you know, they're on that high. And then when it's time for them yeah. to go down, there's no – you see how they can handle the ups and downs and say, okay, well, they learned mm-hmm. from that first tide. Okay, and the tide comes in again. Now they're back. It's like you didn't learn from that first tide, you know, because I don't right. mind helping you the first time. But <laughs> now this is the But well, the second, third, no. and fourth. Because <laughs> you're not paying attention and you feel entitled. And you can't feel entitled, you know, to for things you haven't built. Absolutely. You have to nurture Absolutely. and build a career. You have to do that, and I know that when you do that, you will soar like an eagle and you will fly, and you don't have to know what the day is going to bring. Just know who brings the day. Just know who brings the day. So I I thank everyone for loving our group. I thank everyone for supporting me over the years. I thank people behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. I've always, you know, believed in being a light and being a doer of the word. I think that you've got to get out there and get involved and continue to craft the the life you want by being a good steward of the life that you have. But nothing's going to mm. be free. Nothing's going to be free. And if you try to go around, you know, taking from people, a little bit of knowledge is one thing, but thinking you're going to, like, work around the grind, you're going to find yourself having to work much harder a lot later. Don't avoid the process. Don't avoid diligent work. Don't avoid... You know, doing the work it takes to connect with people. Don't avoid mm-hmm, getting involved mm-hmm. in organizations. Don't don't avoid the time you need. To, let's say you want, you love to sing, but you don't want to sit down and learn how to write write a song. You just want to show up and sing all right. the time. Well, you're gonna keep showing up, and you're and you're not gonna be developed because being a good singer and being a successful recording artist is two different things. Mm. A professional recording artist knows how to get up early, get to that airport, do that interview when they don't want to do it, be up late at night. Do the piece of work, sign it to the sign, you know, get your calendar, right. make sure you're presentable, prepared for the road, go there, um, caring what you give to the people when you're there. A professional recording artist, that's a career, that's very different. So your gifts can be anointed, but you could be underdeveloped. So you have to, under, have to understand it and own that. Some people are like, you know, you're an extraordinary singer, but you can't handle a professional career as an artist. And that's why a person has to really look at themselves and know what they want and say, do you want to grow? Do you want to be better? What What's going to make me not be like the 500 artists I just saw and no one can find them, you know, or, or, or they're struggling or they need help? What is the difference? You've got to be humble but cunning, that's but right. humble but kind, and you've got to understand that 
you're not entitled. You have opportunity and it's what you do with it. But no one just owes you anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we actually have a caller here on the line, area code 310, uh, last digit 4725. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Pam from Los Angeles. And, uh, hey, Pam, uh, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I wanted to take a moment to call in. I'm enjoying the show. I enjoy always uh, Be Fly listening to your show and the quality content you. Uh, that you provide you. to the uh, the listener, and I appreciate you. Um, My pleasure. To, Thank you. Yes, I just wanted to call in and let Adrian know what a tremendous honor it is to listen to her words of wisdom and gold nuggets Absolutely. she's sharing with us this evening. I'm certainly Definitely. enjoying it. Um, she's Adrian, if I may, you're such an inspiration to myself and I'm sure for millions of others who have been blessed yes. by by your body of work and your beautiful spirit. Um, I just want you to know um, that it's just, it's, uh, it's wonderful to hear an artist whose journey has been incredible. And Adrian has always remained consistent. And mm-hmm. she's always been purposely driven for God, which is such a blessing. And your zealous and love for people is so refreshing. So I'd just like to thank you for being you and having a heart for people. And um, continue the oh. wonderful work that you're doing and the blessing that you continue to be in the lives of, of millions. So I just wanted to take a moment and make a comment and, and share and thank Thank you so much for being you. Oh, oh that just that just touches <laughs> my heart, and I have uh, such high regard for um, Pam. And I just that that means a lot to me. It tells me that my grandmother and mother put the right things in me, and that um, that they're proud. They're they're both in heaven now, but I know they're with me every day, and they taught me and my siblings is you know to be appreciative to help people to grow and um, to be aware of of the world around you. And um, I've been able to travel so much, and, you know, because I'm a dreamer. I, I mm. am a dreamer, and I believe in dreams. I believe, but you got to be a dream builder. And I know that when things get uncomfortable, you can't just abandon everything, you know. That's when your character comes into play. So it means a lot to me what she just expressed, and I and I thank you for having me on your show, and I certainly Absolutely. wish you nothing but more success as you grow, and I hope that the listeners thank have you. been encouraged, and that um, the ones who do want this particular career, that they get a some clarity on, okay, what's the what's the work I have to do, not the rehearsal, right, not what's right. the work I have. And what are the collaborations I have to have, alliances that I need to build, and can I be more prominent in my community? Can I be more prominent in, in uh, just being aware of what's going on around me? Because those things are going to inspire you to be a better songwriter and artist. And when you go home, you want something to go home to. And if all you do is go out and perform and have a good time and you've laid no foundation in your personal life, it will always be empty. And I'm just really thankful to mm. say I have a rich life because I sowed in the areas that I wanted things to grow, 
And you will need that. You will need your career. Yeah. You will need a home life. You will need um, professional information. You need honor diverse people because they have diverse gifts, and you're going to become stronger for it. Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, um, the folks are here. I know you mentioned um, you're in the process of, of writing new songs. Uh, so what are, what are some of the upcoming uh, things you have in the works, upcoming projects? Well, well, thank you. Um, my management is Creative Classic Agency, uh, Nicole at, at creativeclassic.com is your email address. Um, I have I do a lot of speaking engagements because I am an educator and, and advocate for artists mm-hmm. for women and youth. But right now I'm I'm I've just been re inspired, so I've been building a new catalog of songs and I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm loving it. I work with Eric Hightower, he's a producer who works a lot um an engineer as well, uh, with uh, Brian Alexander Morgan who's known for his work with S W V. But uh, he mm-hmm. has a lot more current things that are going on, and we have a friendship for many years. And I was feeling like it's time to start writing to some tracks. I got some things I want to express and share and and write songs for other artists and other people. So I really just started getting back to the, the beauty of the gift because everything else is in place. So I was like, I'm in a, I'm a, really, I'm in a really good space to write everything right. that's flowing from my heart. So I'm building a catalog now. Uh, continue to do speaking engagements and um, involved with the Recording Academy for over 10 years and participate because I believe in the artists understanding the importance of joining the Recording Academy when you start getting out mm-hmm. there and to, because that organization helps you understand how your career works as well and it shows Absolutely. your peers that you want to be involved. You can't just want the Grammy and you don't show up for anything else. You know, it's like it's a beautiful, uh, you know, the best. You know, blessed to perform on a Grammy stage and be nominated a few times. And you know, I think that when you start understanding what that process is and the community that is really there, it's important that you get involved. And um, you know, so I, I look forward to so much. I'm going to do a toy extravaganza um, and do a Christmas event for Alexandria House. Uh, in Los Angeles because I always like to have a celebration for them and helping the the women continue to move forward in their lives. Um, So I'm just very open right now. I'm very open right now. I'm enjoying being behind the scenes in the animated movie industry, and I'm enjoying seeing them people thirst for knowledge and want professionalism and and to be able to dispense that. Um, I was on the panel at at the Urban Urban Music, the Digital uh, Music Conference, and Mm -hmm. To see, to sit among the, the kids in high school and be able to tell them, listen, you reap what you sow, you get what you expect. You got, you all, mm. you have to perf- understand what the interests you have are and what you have to start doing now to work toward those goals because it's never too early, and it's always going to be hard. But it's a lot harder Absolutely. later. Absolutely. You can develop community and opportunity relationships now, practice doing projects together. When you learn how to work in, work in that manner, you're, you're building stepping stones for your future. So, you know, to have them look at things and not think there's like one golden shot, it's like in anything you're going to be successful at, it's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be worth it. You want to be in a place in your life to where whether you have those the the, the fame or not, that People will come because it's you. Because I think people achieve a level right. of success and level of fame, but because they're so ugly in their ways that people tolerate them for because of the 
perceived success, but as soon as those winds of change come, people do not deal with them because of they they haven't been they they haven't been kind. So right. you have to really make sure that as you're enjoying the high and as you develop, that you remember your character is just as important as your gift, and both must be refined through exercise and through practice. So that's that's what I would say. I look forward to a lot more. Um, artistry and a lot more speaking engagements. I paint and I draw, so one day I'm going to have a show. One of my uh, dreams that, I, that I'm building is I want to have a showing of my work, uh, art gallery. I want to have the songs that I write playing, and playing the music playing, you know. And um, some of the work, the medium will actually be, since I began some makeup artists, will be used with makeup, paintings and portraits with makeup. And then, of course, I do charcoal and things like that. But I look forward to all my gifts collaborating together. And that's important. So I'm, I'm very excited. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, it has definitely been a pleasure um, having you on the show tonight. Um, as Pamela said, is definitely you are definitely an inspiration. Uh, just hearing um, you speak. Um, um, definitely brings a lot of inspiration to me personally, and I definitely know it has reached Aww. the listeners and so forth tonight. And so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what's more in store for you. I know that greatness is only the, the only thing that lies ahead for you, and so I'm excited to see uh, what the rest remainder of the year um, has in store for you um, and beyond that. And I definitely appreciate you coming on here and chatting with me this evening, and I hope you'll come back and visit me again soon. Well, I look forward to it, and I, uh, Bianca, I have to say, this it's, it's a pleasure. I love the fact that you're building your dream as well, and I really believe in supporting that when people are genuine and sincere when they've done the work, and they'll be even more for you. So I want to commend mm-hmm. you. I thank, thank you, you also for loving our music uh, from Trinity 5-7. I, 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 that just touches my heart, you know, to hear you say that. Yes. And um, I look forward to so much more for both of us. We're in this love and in this life together. Absolutely, absolutely. And so you got any um, final words or thoughts you want to say to the listeners out here? Uh, that although we live in times of there's some things that are being addressed that are tragic, there mm-hmm. are tragic. Yeah. It's always best to choose to be a part of the solution because you get to the solution a lot faster when you mm-hmm. listen, dialogue, hear perspectives, and then find out what's the road toward the solution because mm-hmm. the status quo is unacceptable and things can always get better when we get better. I mean, each one of us individually. Absolutely. So when you see Absolutely. tragedy, you grieve and you mourn. But once that is done and you can gather yourself, say, how can I contribute to the good? How can I contribute to solution? How can I, you know, help make a difference because the difference always begins within. And that being said, never let darkness minimize your experience of joy in this world. There's always more light than darkness. There's always more light than darkness, and you can be that light. So God bless everyone. Um, If you have loved ones that you miss, which I'm sure that you said farewell to, my heart understands that. But just know there's more for you. Our loved ones love us even when they leave here. They still love us. You're still connected. And we should all be very excited about our blessings that continue to unfold. And when you see someone in need, extend a helping hand and move forward with your life with gratitude. And that's what I have to say. 
Absolutely. Well, once again, thank you so much for coming on here. Um, I have definitely enjoyed um, the energy and the, the just the spirit in general that you give off. Uh, it's definitely an incredible uh, feeling. And um, thanks again to Pam as well and to all the listeners um, on the line tonight. And, Adrian, I hope that you have a great rest of your evening, and I will be talking with you again soon. I look forward to it. Thank you for listening, everyone. I love you all. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right, you guys, that was Adrienne Anderson. Um, And you guys can connect with her as well on Twitter, um, Adrienne Smile um, on Twitter and on Instagram and keep up with Adrienne and what she has going on. And once again, thank you so much to everybody tuning into the broadcast this evening. I appreciate your continuous support of your radio network and the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And so we're going to get ready to get out of here. And uh, here's a throwback for Throwback Thursday. This is Getaway coming to you from Trinity 5-7. You guys have a fantastic evening, and I'll see you next week at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm done, man. It's, it's not working out. What do you mean it's not working out? What are you What are you saying? I'm saying that's it. Angel, I'm very sorry. Your mother is in her final stage of Alzheimer's. There's nothing more we can do for her. Does she even know who I am? Not at all. Hey, um, this is just not the sound that our record company is looking for right now. What are you talking about? I just drove cross country. New album, new video, you said that. You promised. I know I said those things. Remember me, because you will see me again.
Thank you. 